0: Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Britton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. One of the more popular types of Bible reading plans is the classic read the Bible in a year plan. If you've been a Christian for any length of time, I'm sure that you've come across these kinds of reading plans, you've talked to people that engage in these reading plans, they are very common. It is a very popular type of Bible reading plan. There are chronological ones that attempt to guide you through the Bible in the order of the events as they happened. There are others that just go straight from Genesis through Revelation. And on these reading plans, the reason they're popular is because you read about three chapters a day or so, and in the course of a year, you will read the entire Bible. But are they actually any good? Like, should you actually use an annual Bible reading plan to guide your personal quiet times, your personal Bible study? Well, there are some pros and some cons to using them. And then at the end, I'll give you some ideas of some next steps, depending on whether you feel like this is gonna be a good decision for you. Because as with most things, outside of blatant sin, there isn't one answer that fits everyone at all times. Maybe this year, Is not the year for you to do a uh, read the Bible in a year plan, but next year is going to be perfect. It's hard to really know. And so think through the pros and the cons as I lay them out, and then decide if you feel like reading the Bible in a year is a good thing to focus on for your own personal Bible study. So let's start with the pros. One of the biggest pros for doing a plan like this is that you're going to read parts of the Bible you wouldn't otherwise So classic example would be a lot of the minor prophets. Like when's the last time that you went through Zechariah? When's the last time you read Ezekiel or Jeremiah or Isaiah? Jeremiah and Isaiah aren't minor prophets. They're actually pretty big. And that can also make them intimidating. It's like, do I really want to read 60 plus chapters of one book of the Bible? That might get dry. I might want to change it up. Let me go jump into Philippians. It's got four chapters. And so when you are following one of these plans and you're just doing the prescribed reading for the day and following along, you're going to read parts of the Bible that you wouldn't actively pursue for most other reasons, other than saying, I want to specifically study out Obadiah because I want to see what God has to say in there. That's not normally how most Christians approach their Bible study. And so having a plan that kind of guides you through those books is really good. The other big pro for reading the Bible in a year is that it's pretty doable For busy Christians, I know for most of us living in the United States, we have no problem finding things to pack our schedule with. Even last year, when things were just absolutely nuts, well, you had Disney Plus, and you had, you know, everybody started making sourdough bread, and everybody started doing these different things to stay busy. So we have no problem being busy. And when you're busy, and when you kind of max out your schedule, then your personal Bible reading time is one of the first things that typically goes. Now, we can do a full episode on the dangers of that and how to avoid that and that kind of stuff, but I'm just, for the purpose of this episode, accepting the fact that if you're a busy Christian, that putting together an exhaustive Bible reading plan can feel like a lot, and especially because you aren't sure how well you're going to be able to keep up with it. But reading the Bible in a year, when you're reading three-ish chapters a day, what's ended up being about 10 to 15 minutes a day is doable. It is absolutely something that you can do, even if you're like running a Fortune 500 company, right? But now let's talk about the cons, some of the drawbacks of doing these Read the Bible into Your Plans. The big one, and the reason why most people don't actually finish these plans, is that it's easy to get bogged down. So if you're doing a chronological plan, then you're going to be reading a lot of the books of the Torah, Chronicles more of the dry parts of the Old Testament before you even get to the New Testament, which are the things that are more naturally accessible to us uh, in the modern day, right? Or you'll get stuck in a book like Ezekiel and you're like, all right, I'm finally going to get out of Ezekiel. And then it's like, oh, I'm hopping into Jeremiah now. And it's just, I feel like I'm reading three months of these prophets telling the Israelites to shape up or bad things are going to happen and then bad things happen. And so when you're reading these plans, You can get into these spots where you feel like the things that you're reading aren't necessarily directly applicable to you or like easily applicable in your daily life, and so then it can get easy to get bogged down, you get off track, and then you kind of give up entirely. And then the other drawback to these plans is that they lend themselves to cursory reading instead of deeper study. Because when you're just reading the passage, you're just reading the chapters for the day, Looking for bits of inspiration, little bits of knowledge, information you didn't know before, and then you move on, it's hard to build a practice of going deeper. Now, if you just want to get a lot of information very quickly, then doing a plan like this can be good. But when you want to get to the point of going deeper in your Bible study, really actively pursuing deeper knowledge and understanding and maturity, then these plans aren't really designed to do that. So, those would be the drawbacks. It's easy to get bogged down which means you have a good chance of actually quitting the plan before you finish it. And it lends itself more to surface-level study instead of deeper study, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But if you're at the point where you really do need to go deeper in your Bible study, then one of these plans is probably not going to help you. Now, should you use an annual Bible study plan for 2021? Well, here's what I would say. If you have never read the Bible all the way through before, it's good to do it at least once. Do it at least once. If you haven't done one of these plans before, if you haven't read the Bible cover to cover before, do it at least one time. And the best plan that I have found is actually an app. It's called the Read Scripture app. You can download it on Apple phones, uh, Android phones. And what's really cool about it is it will pair daily Bible readings with sections from the wisdom literature, the Psalms and the Proverbs. And so you're getting a mix of different kinds of Bible scriptures in your reading plan. And they also incorporate videos from the Bible project, which is a really phenomenal resource. You can find it at uh, on YouTube, youtube.com slash Bible project, I believe, Uh, but whatever it is, I'll leave a link in the show notes. so You can go and check out those videos. Really great, like animated explainer videos, About the books of the Bible, about different themes and concepts in the Bible, really breaking it down and making it easily accessible for us in the modern day. And so if you're going to do a read the Bible into your plan, I recommend using the Read Scripture app. But if you have done a plan like this before, consider ways that you can go deeper. Consider doing a topical study. You know, so going back to a couple of weeks ago where we talked about answering the question of How are you going to make 2021 the best year ever as a disciple? And we really went through, you know, like the fruits of the Spirit and really trying to seek out what ways can I mold my character to be more Christ-like. Choose a topical study or a series of topical studies based on that fruit of the Spirit. So if you want to grow in patience this year or humility or forgiveness, really go super deep on those topics and those themes in the Bible. And then when you're ready to go really deep, like verse by verse really digging into the scriptures and trying to get all the meat off the bones, then I recommend picking up an exegetical commentary. So this is different than a regular commentary where you have the Bible on the top half and like just little notes in the bottom half. I'm talking about like a thick book that goes through verse by verse, section by section, breaking down what is going on, what the Bible is teaching, and then how you apply it in your daily life. Go through some exegetical commentaries, I'll link to some in the show notes that you can go and check out, to really deepen your understanding of not only what the Bible is teaching you and what you can learn from it, but also how to read the Bible with a more critically thinking perspective, to ask deeper questions, to put yourself in the position of the original intended audience of the scriptures. Exegetically based commentaries are going to be really, really good at helping you do that. So think about where you are currently in your spiritual life and what you think will be the most beneficial for you right now, whether that is doing an annual reading plan, using something like the Read Scripture app, or doing a topical study or going more in depth. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes, and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.